Hello, everybody. Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. Of course, your host, David on Point Hoffman. Right there is my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. And we got a lot to talk about today on the crossover. As uh, we originally planned on this episode, uh, just talking about the All-Star Reserves. And then, of course, news always comes out of the National Basketball Association, as it always does. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I will also share the link to all of our streaming platforms. Uh, so if you want to watch us over there, if you do happen to miss us live, you can catch us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Um, so please check us out over there. Let's not waste too much time. Uh, TJ, happy Saturday, my friend. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Today is usually one of the most hyped and anticipated games in college basketball today is duke north carolina and this is one of the most you know storied rivalries across sports like not just basketball this is one of the most storied rivalries across all the sports and there's just no hype to it today like there's just are are either of those teams even good right now they're like they're not even ranked. I think they're both like they both got like 15, 16 wins. Uh it's uh, like so it's so it's like so it's like it's not only are they like not only is neither team ranked, usually like what com- what you know what usually comes with like a North Carolina Duke game, like it's 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 the names, right? It's the big names, it's the the Tyler Hansbros of the world, it's the Austin Rivers, the Zions, the Brandon Ingrams. The Kobe Whites, like it's just, it's usually just star studded, right? I don't even know who each, I don't even know who's the best player on each team. Like it might be Armando Baycott for North Carolina, and it might be Kyle Filipowski for Duke. Like I don't, I really don't know. Like there's just no, there's just no hype to this. Like there's, it's the new generation, right? Like we already know Roy Williams and Coach K, they're gone. They're done. Yep. Yep. Right. Um, So, and oh, I'm yeah, drinking uh, right now, so it's it's eleven forty, it's eleven fifty, and I'm and I'm already drinking. So, <laughs> good for you, brother. Uh, I just got hey. home from the gym a little bit ago, played basketball for a couple hours. I, uh, I but, did that. At, I did that at seven this morning. So there you go. Proud of you. Uh, but yeah, what we talk about today another trade request. Uh, also, if you want to watch our college basketball show, Izzy just ran that show earlier this morning. Uh, that show aired uh, just a couple hours before this one, maybe even one hour before this one. Uh, we're looking to talk basketball here on the podcast. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for joining us uh, here at Prime Sports World. Let's get into the Kyrie Irving trade request. Kyrie Irving has requested a trade. Uh, this comes after failing to negotiate a long-term deal from the Nets. Um, so Kyrie Irving basically, yeah, he requests a trade from the team. His current contract is worth $36.9 million. He's reportedly seeking a four-year $198.5 million contract. That is from Mojanowski. Um, Some experts believe that the trade request is just a leverage ploy by Kyrie Irving. Um, that you know he just wants to get the money that he wants, but the Nets mm-hmm. are awfully reluctant to give him the contract that he wants due to uh, his injury concerns and the off the court issues. We're not going to necessarily talk about that a lot during this show, um, but it is a concern the Nets have. I mean, Kyrie Irving has been a volatile play- basketball player. Uh, he's missed games just because he kind of felt like it on occasion. Uh, he has missed time because he's been injured. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think the, the whole situation with Kyrie Irving, uh, obviously looking there, the Lakers, Suns, Mavericks have expressed immediate interest in the uh, pro all-star starter this season. They started the all-star game. Uh, if <laughs> traded, Kyrie Irving will be eligible for a two-year, $78.6 million extension. Uh, the Nets mm-hmm. currently sit at 31-20, and 20, uh, but they have lost seven of the last 11 games since Durant's injury. His points, 27, five rebounds, five assists this season. Um, so what happens here with this? And what do you think – this trade request is do you think i think it's a i think it's just a ploy for him to just get the leverage that he wants because he knows he has brooklyn by the balls and there's nothing they can do okay see like i i hate when we agree because it gives us nothing to really talk about because <laughs> I, I i am i'm in the same boat i legit think he don't he doesn't want to be traded no, um, I don't know. Like, yeah this is just a ploy so like this is basically him saying all right, like I'm gonna get my money one way or another, right? And if you like, I, I just think we have to look at this as like the like the the real bigger picture. Of this so they offered three of the top 
10 players in the league contract extensions, right? Only one of those players signed it. The other one requested a trade and got traded last season. The other and the third one has literally just put them through the ringer. And it's like when I saw that notification yesterday, I'm like, damn it, Kyrie. <laughs> well, because we did the we did the trade deadline show uh yesterday around Wednesday, right? And then we're like, mm-hmm. I didn't I like I didn't even like even remotely consider Kyrie Irving as somebody who was out was gonna get traded at any point. That's why I didn't put him on the graphic, but um yeah, I, 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 because he, he's made all along. He sounds like he's been pretty happy there in Brooklyn. I mean, there has been those moments. You know, obviously he was suspended earlier this season. Uh, there was the whole thing with last season. We're you know not talking about that right now, but like, mm-hmm. so like if you were Kyrie Irving, I mean, this is a team that sort of kind of stood by you even with all of that. I know they suspended him, but they still didn't release him from the team. Um, the suspension was sort of short. Um, I mean, I, 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 and I also the thing is. Kyrie Irving making this trade request, he knows he doesn't have a lot of value around the NBA. I mean, teams aren't really looking, aren't, aren't going to be enamored with trading for him. I mean, like, it's, uh, I'm not going to go the whole Charles Barkley route and call him the worst teammate in the I'm, I'm not going to do all that because we don't, like, we, 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 all we know is the Kyrie Irving that he allows us to see. Yeah. And and I carry your side. This makes a hundred percent sense. You want to control your future, and you, what this is gives you the most leverage you can come up with. Hey, yeah. If I'm carrying Irving, this this makes all the sense in the world. So this is my homie J Five. Shout out to J Five. He say if the Nets have no genuine interest in keeping him long term, why in the hell would he stay there? You stay where you're wanted. Like and I, I say that all the time. I'm like, no, I'm I'm gonna go where I'm wanted. Like it's, I, I I understand. Like they can have their trepidations and whatnot, and everything. Like it's, it's the old adage that um that they used to use with a uh, Antonio Brown when he went through that hole you dig with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's like production and tolerance production like as long as you producing we'll tolerate your nonsense we'll tolerate your bs <laughs> but the minute we feel like that production like, like we the minute we feel like the production is not worth it like when we just when we just can't take no more then it's like all right wash my hands i'm done so like 27 5 and 5 that's like it's like mm, i I got to live with that because KD's out right now. Ben Simmons has a good five-game stretch in between every 12 games, and then he shuts down. I mean, and he's shooting at pretty good percentages from the field. I mean, he's shooting at nearly 50% from the field, 38% from the three-point line. So, so like, obviously, like, you know, like the – excuse me, the mock trades and stuff started start flying – Right, like you got the just to ju- just to keep it home, like you got a Irvin for Zach Levine swap, and I'm like, will y'all please <laughs> stop it? Like, just I, I mean, that. I mean, if you're if you're if I, I I would not consider that if I'm the Bulls, but like, but like, here's like I I, I've ne- I have I I have never seen a fan base advocate for a player getting their money and then trading said player. <laughs> like and like uh, and and again like i i 100 feel like if if there was ever a time to move off of Kyrie Irving, it was last season and i understand that he probably has little to no trade value but if you're the brooklyn nets that's when you say i don't care i like this guy's a headache he's this he's that i want him out i will take whatever you give me yeah, I think we're getting to, like if, if the Brooklyn Nets don't call his bluff. I mean, obviously, I'm not sure what they can get back for him. I mean, I'm looking at the trade packages. If you're a team that you know that the Brooklyn Nets has to trade him. By the way, if this was really, if he really just wanted to stick it to the Brooklyn Nets, he wouldn't have made a request. He wouldn't have said anything. He would have just left. He would have just left. 
Yeah. Like if you really wanted to stick it to the if he really wanted to stick it to the franchise, he would have just waited for this season to end and be like, Yeah, I'm out of here. Like exactly what he did to Boston. <laughs> for real. Like he, he he basically stuck it to Boston. That's exactly what he did to them in Boston. The whole time. You already know how I feel. You already know how how I think that went down in Boston. Yeah. Like when he when he gets injured, and you got Terry Rozier and, and rookie Jason Tatum, and I think second year second year Jalen Brown. You got those dudes, and they take LeBron James and what was left of that Cavalier squad to seven. They got like yeah, Terry, scary Terry. Them got a little big headed. They like we we took LeBron to seven without you. We don't need you. And Kyrie yeah. was like. Kyrie Irving's like, okay, y'all don't need me, so I'm going. Yeah. Like, that, that's um, how I think that went down. Yeah, I, I mean, in order for yeah, in order for Kyrie Irving to secure his future, because, yeah, this this tenure in Brooklyn for, like, this whole era of Brooklyn basketball has just been chaos, like, for real. That, <laughs> like, <yeah>. this, <laughs> like, this legit will go down as the biggest failure in NBA history. I mean, they won one playoff series as a group. One. Like, this will be the biggest failure. And, like, this and whatever ends up happening to to the Clippers. Like, I mean, the Clippers at least made it to a conference finals. I mean, if if, if Kawhi Leonard doesn't get hurt, they're in the finals that season. But we're talking like, – but, again, we're, t- we're talking about if – yeah. Like you, you didn't. You didn't I mean, put, true, but at least they made it to a conference finals. This team has won one playoff series. You one. ain't put. You ain't put that team together just to be like, hey, we made it to the conference finals. You, I, I know. I you know. didn't do that. Like just like just like you didn't put this Brooklyn. I mean, like we can say the same thing about Brooklyn. If Kyrie Irving don't turn his ankle against Milwaukee, they beat Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, if, if Kevin Durant's shoe was just a, a smidge shorter, <laughs> they beat Milwaukee in seven. They beat Milwaukee. Yeah. All right. So like it's that we can we can do the what ifs. We can do the what ifs all day. But this will go down as one of the most dis- the most colossal failures. I mean in back- had, this summer he had Kyrie Irving request a trade uh before he eventually opted into his money. And then you have Kevin Durant request a trade before he eventually was like, Oh, I'm good, I'll play on the team. And then you have and, this trade request. And then last season was all sorts of hocus pocus last season. I mean you trade for James Harden and then he wants out. Now Kyrie Irving wants out. Like this is and, really similar to last season, right? Like Kevin Durant and, gets injured, yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong, and wants to get traded, right? They 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 have a tough stretch. And, and what, what I think what makes this this situation even worse is this was Kyrie's brainstorm. This was his baby. He put yeah. this together. He cooked this up like he was the one that approaches Kevin Durant and says, "Bro, they gonna have two max spots. We can go here." Da, da, da. Like, I still don't believe a word that Stephen A. Smith talking about Kevin Durant was gonna come to uh, come to the Knicks. I highly doubt that because. We've seen we've seen people turn the Knicks down just off James Dolan presence alone. I am not going to sit here and say Kevin Durant was going to go to the Knicks when James Dolan is still a thing. That's just not happening. But I, yeah, like this this definitely caught me by surprise because like again I get the notification. I'm like, damn it, Kyrie, you was doing good. You was hooping. You wasn't making no noise. Was making yeah, no ways. We, we, we talked about this when we talked about Brooklyn a couple of weeks ago. Like winning solves a lot of your issues, and like if they just start to win basketball games for that, because they they can't win without Kevin Durant. That's what's boiled down to. When they did not have Kevin Durant, this is not a good basketball team. It just isn't. No, because it, I mean, like, and like the last thing, and, 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 and any team that loses their best player is going to struggle anyways. I mean, you take Zach Levine off the Bulls, they're going to struggle, or Demar Rose, struggle. whoever you whoever you consider the star player of that team. No, like, like, no, it's legit. Like, if you take either one of those two dudes off the Bulls, they're gonna struggle. If you take Sabonis or De'Aaron Fox off the Kings, they're gonna yeah. struggle. Uh, a better we, point. We, 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 I mean, we just saw with the Lakers when you take Anthony Davis off the floor. Yeah, they struggled. Phoenix with Devin Booker. Yeah, like they are. They are. They are just god awful. Um, but it's. I mean, like, like the lasting impression that you left before you demanded the trade was against a Boston Celtics team that you've lost, including the playoff sweep, you've lost 10 straight to. 10. 10 like, they, like you played the Celtics 10 times. You've lost all 10. Now, granted, some of that, you know, Kevin Durant was not there. 
And then, like I said, for well, for four out of those ten games, Kevin Durant was there because he was a part of the sweep, right? But the other six, you can say, "Hey, KD wasn't here." Yeah, but um, I guess, but the Celtics, gonna... but the Celtics can say, "Hey, it doesn't matter because we 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 did sweep you." He was. We've swept through the playoffs when it matters the most. Um, so here, bring, bring, bring down to the question here. What ends up happening with this situation? Um, do you think he gets traded before the deadline? Yes or no? No, because I, I, you look at the potential landing spots, and it's like, okay, the Lakers. What do you have? What do you have? West, Westbrook. That's it. Who else? If Brooklyn is so desperate to just get something for him, I think one of those first-round picks and Westbrook, I think that would be enough to get Kyrie. I mean, the money doesn't exactly match up dollar for dollar, so they can't, it has to be there has to be another player involved. I haven't looked at their actual books. Um, what player that could be to make the money work, I will do that right now. Uh, but, I mean, if you get a first-round pick and Russell Westbrook for Kyrie Irving and, let's say, uh, I don't even know what was some some middle level contract that they have on their books. Hold on one second, I will do that right now. Like Phoenix, uh, Phoenix. I mean the Jay Crowder contract. Can I get a guy who can defend and shoot a little bit? Um, what else is on that roster that you could potentially package up in a trade? Um, I mean, would the Phoenix Suns be bold enough to trade Chris Paul in that scenario? So you would have Chris Paul, you mean Chris Paul and KD versus. Well, and Kyrie and Devin Booker, I don't know. Dallas, like, I, I think Dallas is the ultimate loser in this. They have. I, I, I think Dallas is where he's going to end up. I think he does get traded. I think he's going to end up in Dallas. I think Dallas will take Tim so Hardaway Jr. Tim, Har- Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, just for his contract, Tim Hardaway Jr. and maybe a couple second-round picks, uh, especially if it gets as dire to the point where the, the Nets are at, like, the last possible minute here. I think he does get traded. I think the, the Nets are like, you know what? We're just done with this. Like we're just we don't have to worry about this anymore. Like we just want to have to move on and start a new era of Brooklyn Nets basketball. Uh, I think the owner is fed up with this situation too, um, and he's just like, you know what? Yeah, we're just gonna. All right. So what's the Lakers? We got Westbrook. Uh, he's making forty-seven million dollars. So Kyrie's breaking thirty-six, basically thirty-seven million. So there has to be one more player going out. Could be Joe Harris. No, he makes too much money. Uh, Seth Curry makes sense uh, money-wise to trade him to the Lakers. Well, if I'm the if I, if I'm the Nets, I'm definitely not giving up Seth Curry. Not well, I mean, he's on an expiring deal, one year contract. I'm probably not going to resign him. He's going to be too expensive in the offseason. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you get Russell Westbrook in either one or two of those first round picks, and you end up with Kyrie Irving and Seth Curry, if you're the Lakers, if you're the Nets, I mean, if this is what the deal is, I mean, you might as well take it. Because the problem is that they can't exactly tank either because they don't have control of their own draft capital. Um, so. I think that, that would be enough. We will look at the other situations. I mean, it, the Phoenix Suns have been heavily rumored here. Um, I mean, I'm not sure what they have contract-wise. I mean, Jay Crowder would for sure have to be involved because he doesn't want to be there anyways. Dario Saric. And then if you give him a couple, maybe a first-round pick this year, let's make it unprotected. I don't know if this is going to work, actually. No, it didn't work. Money's not enough. But, I mean, that, that's the kind of contracts we're talking about, the kind of compensation here. I mean, Jay Crowder, Dario Sarge. I mean, it's not going to be much. That is, uh, I mean, the, the Nets have kind of backed themselves into a corner here with this. I, again, I, I just think it's I just think it's a ploy, right? I My, my initial – I think my initial question to them is, so Kyrie Irving wants – the four-year max, right? Yeah. What did Brooklyn offer? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't actually know. I, I think there exactly. was some, no. I I, I, I I think there was some language in there that he didn't. That Kyrie Irving didn't. Well, really well, 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 no. Like to like if if that's the case, then Kyrie Irving has to expect that because, like you said, dude, like you are liable to just say take a week off from playing because because you feel, simply because you feel like it like you don't give like 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 you don't give explanations like if it's like i gotta miss like if i gotta miss like the the like the next three games because 
my wife or significant other is giving birth to the birth to my child understandable you've given them an excuse you've given them a valid reason as to why you aren't here right but like but just like when you just say personal reasons what's the personal re- like like if if that's what it is and it's like they are well within their right to ask him what exactly are you trying to miss these next full of, next handful of games for and I think the, the Mavericks trade kind of shakes up like this. Tim Hardaway Jr., Spencer Dimwitty, and the 2025 first-round pick. If I'm if I'm the Nets, I actually think I, I actually would probably make that trade. You got you got Tim Hardaway Jr. who's locked up. Spencer Dimwitty is locked up. You get a, a decent. Spencer Dinwiddie go. Spencer Dinwiddie goes back to Brooklyn, where I don't think yeah. he ever really wanted to leave Brooklyn. Yeah, he, he got hurt, and then they basically, you know, that new era started. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what ends up happening. We're going to be doing a whole NBA trade deadline special uh, here on Wednesday. Uh, we're going to preview it, talk about some trades, make some make some trade suggestions and rumors. Um, so we're going to talk about all that at the NBA trade deadline. But, yeah, Kyrie Irving has requested a trade. We will see what ends up happening. Me and TG are actually in the same boat here. I actually think this is a ploy just to get the money he wants. I don't think he necessarily wants to get traded. But we'll see. If I'm in Brooklyn, I think they, I think they trade him. I think they're tired of him. Uh, moving on to the NBA All-Star Reserves. They were announced on Thursday. This was going to be the point of today's show. Uh, but obviously, you know, the NBA doesn't stop you know, creating news. Uh, on the eastern side of this, you got Jalen Brown, Tyrus Halliburton, Julius Randle, Bam Adebayo, uh, Joel Embiid, uh, probably the biggest stuff for being a starter. And then the wild cards are DeMar DeRozan and Drew Holiday. And on the west side of this, you got the reserves, SGA, uh, John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., Demonis Sabonis, Laurie Markkinen, Utah gets an all-star into the game, uh, Damian Lillard, and Paul George. Uh, the difference between uh, the voting here, was we talked about on Wednesday's show, um, the coaches get 100% of the vote on the players that are named in the all-star list or uh, reserves. Uh, so there's no fan voting. There's no player voting. It's the coaches. Did they get this right? And what do you think are any snubs, if any? Uh, and the I think the East is pretty much, yeah, the East is pretty much right. Um, I, I'd like to, I, I have no real issues with the East. I, I think I, I would have liked to see Pascal Siakam got in, but I, I, I you know, Drew Holiday's been kind of that stable. I would have liked Jalen Brunson over Drew Holiday. Yeah, I, I don't hate that either. But you know, also fun fact for Drew Holiday: ten years in between All Star appearances for Drew Holiday. So shout out to him. I think that may be the longest the player's gone between all-star appearances in the history of the league. I, I would have to look that up, but it sounds right. <laughs> it sounds right. <laughs> uh, and in the West, um, yeah, Jaron Jackson over AD. J- like, I'm, I'm, I'm not putting – like, you can't say, oh, Anthony Davis is a, isn't an all-star because he missed X amount of games. Like Jaron Jackson hasn't missed the same amount he, of games. Did, did he miss like the first month of the season? He missed like the first month and a half of the season. All right. So like they literally they are literally like a game or two in between like games played. All right. So like we already did the all-star starters. I legit don't think Zion should be an all-star starter for that for that exact reason. Like, well, the difference is this that like Zion. The fans voted him him into the game. Zion's not even going to play in the All-Star game. He's not even going to play. I mean, neither is Kevin Durant, probably. So he still got voted as an All-Star. So he's not even going to play. But it's like, but at least Kevin Durant has played more games. I think Kevin's played more games than Zion, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he's played 39 games. So he's played 10 more games than Zion has so far. How How many games has Paul George played this year? Uh, you gotta give me a second. I don't have that number take in front of me right now. Take it, take it, time, take it, time. So it, yeah, it's it's definitely Jaron Jackson over over AD, and I, and it's Paul George over um. That name, oh, his name's escaping me. Paul George has played thirty-eight games this season, so he's played one less than KD. Thirty-eight out of. 38, 38 out of 52 or whatever the number 52, is. I, I guess that's I guess that's not terrible. But it's like uh, again, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to come together and they are really gonna have to come up with certain criteria because 
everybody like everybody feels like Trey Young got snubbed again, and, and they look up his numbers versus a guy like Drew Holiday, and they're like, like how is Drew Holiday an All Star over Trey Young? Well, I mean, based on the fact that Drew Holiday has stepped up in a role, you know, he had the second best record in the Eastern Conference, and, and he basically stepped up out in the in the absence of Chris Middleton. The Hawks have been remote as a whole have been pretty disappointing this season. I mean, that's got to weigh into the, the thought process here. Like, you look at the Hawks, and a lot of it has to do with Trey Young, right, and his mm-hmm. the way he plays basketball. Like, he just doesn't defend. Like, he's 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 the worst defender in the NBA. Like, um, I it's just uh, you can make the argument that SGA could have been a starter. Yeah. Over over um. Uh, it's, over, I mean, I mean over. Um, I don't know who you put him over. I mean, yeah, Steph Curry's been is having a remarkable season. He's actually having better splits than the year he won the Anamis MVP. And like, it, but it's did they get it right in in the East? Yeah, for the most part, I think the the universe, I think the universal All Star pick, All Star reserve was Joel Embiid. He's probably like the first yeah. name. That's probably yeah. the first name they said. All right, he's yeah. like, it's like, all right, we're gonna start with the reserves. All right, kick things off, Joel Embiid. Oh, let's get that out of the way. <laughs> but, I, I, I know, I know. Like James Harden has become like the most hated player in the NBA. I think, dude. Like, like he literally has a legitimate gripe that he got snubbed from the All Star game. People are like, get out of here, James Harden. Like he's leading the league in assists. <laughs> Come on. I, 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 I don't know what that. Like, well, he's only leading the league in assists right now because Halliburton True. missed. Yeah, he time. missed some time. He missed some time, so he wasn't. So, ha- so, and so James Harden is at eleven. Halliburton's at ten. Wow, what a difference. Uh, <laughs> like, like, and it's not even like a, a, a whole 11 and 10. It's like, it's like 11.1 to like 10.9 or some, like, yeah, some hard, hard, hard is averaging 10.9 assists right now. So, it's so like, it's like, it's definitely some like minute, and, 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 and also, winning has winning has to count for something when it comes to the all star game. Like, if your team is successful and wins games, you should make you should like you should have more consideration for the all star game. Like, the Halliburton story was nice when they were when they were like the five seed. I know that they the only reason they started slipping is because of his injury. Um, but well, hey, if winning is all that matters, then it's a lot of people that's not going to be all stars because Halliburton. I, I, I've always advocated that the best players on the best team should make the all star. Like Halliburton, like if, you put a, if you put up big numbers on a trash basketball team, you're not an all star. Damian Lillard ain't. He's not in. Uh, he Damian, Lillard, Damian Lillard probably got in on just name recognition alone. Uh, he like I said the other day that like he's averaging thirty. He's averaging thirty a game for a team that's not even in the play-in. The season, if the season started today, they'd be out. They'd be gone. But and one thing we always like to do is like we always like to give a shout out to the first-time All Star. So SGA, Halliburton, um, Larry Markin, and Jordan Dexter Jr. Sabonis ain't been an all-star before, has he? Yeah. No. Let me hold on a second. I think I misspelled his name, but uh, I could have sworn Sabonis was an all-star when he was in Indiana. I did spell his name wrong. Oh, yeah, he's a three-time all-star. I'll take that. Uh, yeah. So t- yeah. 2020, 2021, and 2023. So Tyrese yeah, when, when he was in Indiana, he was putting up monster numbers. And yeah, he's Tyrese Halliburton, SGA, Jaron Jackson Jr., Markinen. That's it, right? Just those four? Yep. So shout out to y'all. You know. Welcome. So I mean, like I mean a good accomplishment. So, I mean Yeah, it's it's an accomplishment. So like again, so like now the expectation. Now the four of y'all have a bit of expectation, individual expectation. Going forward, right? Anybody can make anybody can be a one time all star. Anybody, like, besides the obvious, right? You want to know what makes LeBron great? Like, LeBron's been an all star basically every year he's been in the league. Same thing with Chris Paul, same thing with Steph Curry, except for this year. Same, so like, and KD, like, they these are 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 15 time all stars like it's 
it, it takes a lot for those dudes to miss. Like you can legit say the only reason Chris Paul probably not an all star is because of like either injury. It's never going to be because of bad play. Like Chris Paul has never like not made an injury uh, an all star that he wasn't injured in. I mean, these are some of the guys that made only one all star game. Um, so Metal World Peace in 2004, Jason Williams in 1998. Uh, I think that's uh, the, the power forward, Jason Williams, not the white chocolate. Uh, and then Kenny Martin in 2004, Sam Cassell in 2004, and Andrew Bynum in 2012. Um, so those guys made one all-star game and never made it back. Um, so, it, the you know, it's easy to – like it's, I would say it's easy to make one all-star appearance. You can have one really great season where you kind of you blow can up. Have, and, you can, that's why this season was so important. For Julius Randle, bro, like you don't want to be a one-time All-Star. I mean, Mookie Blaylock was a one-time All-Star. B.J. Armstrong, Horace Grant only made the All-Star and game was, one time. And, and, and what's crazy is like the guys that you're naming, they ain't bums, they ain't scrubs. Like, like you just named some certified bucket getters. Like that, like like NBA historians know, like the the people you just named are not bums. No, not they, at all. Like, Mookie, Mookie Blaylock was, was a problem. And they, they Mookie, bro, like Mookie Blaylock was a bucket. Like people do not understand that. Like Mookie Blaylock was a bucket. Nick, Nick, Nick Van Axel only made one All Star team in 1998. Rick, and, Rick, bro, Rick Smiths only made one All Star game in 1998. Bro, Nick Van Axel got so like he used to shoot his Theo, free throws. Theo Ratliff, Theo Ratliff, 2001 was like one of the most underrated defensive players. Ever like he was just on bad Celtic teams that just never won anything. But Nick Van Exel used to shoot his free throws like three, four feet behind the free throw line with them long ass socks pulled all the way up to his knees. Like, bro, like, dude was a bucket. Like, and, and so Anthony it, Mason only made one all star game, RIP to Anthony yeah. Mason. But it's like, yeah, so like, yeah, Jaron Jackson, Halliburton, Markinen. Uh, who else is that? SGA? Yeah, this is the expectation now. So now no, next season, you have to go in like, all right, somebody like there's going to be a first-time All-Star next year that's going to try and take my spot, or there's going to be a recurring All-Star that's going to try and take Like, You legit think Zach Levine is not as happy that he missed his third straight All-Star appearance? What would have been his third straight? No. So he's going to be coming for one of those guard spots. Halliburton. Jalen Brown, like he's gonna be coming. Like you, Chris Paul. Like you think you think Chris Paul is happy that Ja and SGA took his spot? No, no, definitely not. But yeah, we'll see. I, I, but the problem is, so when we talk about all star snubs, which is the last part of this conversation, you always have to Ooh. take somebody. You always have to take somebody off the all star team. So like I look at the Western Conference, the only one that I think you can make any argument for should not is not a bona fide all star. Is maybe Jaron Jackson Jr., but he's been probably the best defensive player in the NBA this season. Um, uh, no, that, no. I mean, arguably. If you have to have a conversation for the sake of having the conversation, then I guess. Uh, for sure. Uh, and then in the East, I mean, the same conversation. I mean, I, I I don't really know who you put a James Harden in over. I don't know who you put a Jimmy Butler in over. I don't know who you put those guys over in the All-Star conversation. I think the guys that made the All-Star deserve it. Pascal Siakam, another guy. Um, you know, he has the numbers to be an All-Star, but that team isn't good. And, you know. Like, so, like, J- uh, J- like look, uh, Jalen Brunson, like, like, so like, I saw some on Facebook. So like again, Bulls fans, we have the worst fan base ever. Like I saw someone's like, you paid him all this money, he couldn't even make an All Star. You don't see Knicks fans saying we gave Jalen Brunson all this money, and he couldn't make the All Star. <laughs> like like like, bro, like it's I mean, Zach, like, Zach a multi-time All Star. I mean, like it's just the East is like, bro, it's, it's hard. It's <laughs> hard. Like it's hard. Like, it's, I mean, it o- is, only only twelve players make it to the All Star team in each conference. I mean, you have to be one of the top twelve guys, and at the guard position, only six potentially make the All Star team. Six. So like six guards out of so like what out of, out of like so it's fi- it's fifteen teams and it's fifteen teams in each conference, right? My math right. Yeah. That's so you have to be one like you have to be one of six. Somebody's gonna get left off. 
And that's 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 the max number of guards that can make the All Star game of the Eastern Conference. Like the wild cards, those could be like this season. Demar Derozan is technically a power forward or a small forward, technically. So technically, so I mean, six of the max, the most can be as less as four. Is is, is Zach, has Zach Levine been one of the top four guards in the in the Eastern Conference this season? He just hasn't been. So like like when you look at the two, like when you just look at some of the guys that got left off, Harden, he ain't been better than Harden. Trey Young has he like? I, I think that's close. That's 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 close. Jalen Brunson. I, I think I think Zach Levine's been better than Brunson. Give or take a game here, like so, like yeah, give it yeah, give or take a game here. That like like give me give me what whatever you think Jalen Brunson's best game as a Nick is. I can give this season. I can give you Zach Levine's what I think is Zach Levine's best game as a boy. And I think his best game as like this season was that game against Philly where he was just it, like the minute he touched the ball, that ball was up in the air and it was going in. Like he hit his first like nine threes or whatever. Like he dropped like 40 something on the Sixers. Like that was like a, a Sixer team without Joel Embiid, mind you, but they still had Harden, Tobias Harris, Maxi, and they were still pretty, pretty loaded. Right. Like they just didn't have Joel Embiid, but like it, it happens. Like this is not the first time some of these dudes who got snubbed are gonna get snubbed. No, for sure <laughs> not. Uh, and this is gonna Keep be playing. yeah. Keep playing. So, so like, like De'Aaron Fox is a name that we just glossed over. Like you, De'Aaron Fox could have easily gotten in over Paul George. Easily got so, in over Paul George. Yeah, Zach Levine's best game this season came on twelve thirty. Uh, he scored forty three points in that game. Uh, Jalen Brunson's best game came against the Bucks, uh, a game the Knicks lost, but he scored 44 points in that game. So, and it, then it becomes the age-old question: Would you rather score 40 and win? Like, obviously, you would rather score 40 and win than, than score 40 and lose. Yeah. Like yeah, Gian- like Giannis, Giannis dropped 54 and 19 on the on the Clippers yesterday. That's a hell of a lot more impressive now that he that that considering they they won the game. Yeah, they came back from twenty down. Man, that 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 game was wild to watch. Like the Clippers were up big on Milwaukee to start that game, and the Milwaukee Bucks came back, and then they were up like twenty one points in the like the th- late third quarter, and Milwaukee just erased that deficit. Because I can I can guarantee you they can be like, hey Giannis, you dropped fifty four nineteen. I don't care, we lost. Yeah. I mean, he's also not that individual stat guy. Uh, but, yeah, that's the name of the All-Star Reserves. Uh, let us know down in the comment section who you think should have been in the All-Star. What you think about the guys that did make it? Um, but, yeah, I think the coach has got it right. I'm, any snubs, I think you have to try to convince yourself to take somebody off the list. I think that's tough. Yeah, it's always been tough. I don't have a GOAT talk today. You have a GOAT talk? I have. I did not have a GOAT talk today. So we'll we'll jump back on that on Wednesday when we do our trade deadline special. Uh, we can, yeah, that's been no, our, ju- uh, just Just to make you happy, just to make you happy, let's do a purdle. All right, let's go. I haven't done purdle yet today. <laughs> let's go. Hold on a second. Just to make you happy, let's do a purdle. Dude, I, I love that game. <laughs> I, uh, I spent too much time at work playing that game. So. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the Larry Bertle game, I play a lot of that too. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, All right. Add out here. All right, let's take a look at the silhouette. All right, it's a generic NBA player. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> take a guess. <laughs> Wait, show, show that again. Based, based on the silhouette, it could be. That could be one of four hundred and thirty-two NBA players. Yeah. Um. It looks like it could be like old school, like really old Dwayne Wade a little bit, but it's for sure not Dwayne. Right. Wade. It's, 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 it's like old, but it's only current players, so it can't be Dwayne Wade. But it does look like Dwayne Wade. Oh, can you, can you imagine how hard this game would be if they included old, like retired players? Oh my yeah, god. It, but but if they had them, what they look like now? Like like it's what they might look like now. <laughs> Okay, uh, okay. I, I, always um, make it I always start with Derrick Rose, so let's just start there. Uh, wow. Rough. None. <laughs> None of them. All right, so he's, he doesn't play. He plays in the West. Uh, he's not a guard. He's younger, he's younger than 34. His number's higher than four. He's also taller than 6'3". Okay. Uh, start with the namesake, Jakob Pertle. 
<laughs> All right. Um, okay. Uh, so he's 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 like twenty five or twenty six. Uh, he does wear number twenty five, and he does play in the West. Uh, he's shorter than seven feet one, seven one. Uh, he's not a center. He doesn't play in the Southwest. He's not a spur. Younger than twenty seven. Hmm. Who were twenty five? I mean, Mikel Bridges maybe. Oh, Yay! let's go. Let's go. Three guesses. Right. Let's go. Right. Oh, wait, you, you can only do one, right? Yeah, yeah. You can only oh, that sucks. We can do a Larry, we can do a Larry Bertle. Hold on. <laughs> no, get up out of here. Where the hell is it? All right, Larry Bertle, too. Here we go. The problem I have with this game is, like, always the same teams. All right, so let's get started. Uh, let's move the Rockets. Uh, actually, let's move the Warriors uh, here. Okay. So you, that, that says Lopez, Green, Harris, Barnes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Lopez. Can you full screen uh, it? Because I'm... This is as good as going to get, I think. Is it? Okay, that's a little better. So Dennis Smith Jr. played for the he 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 played for the Mavericks. Yeah, I mean that could be couldn't that oh yeah, so yeah, it's gotta be the Mavericks. So we're gonna switch him and Kyrie, I guess. Porzingis play so switch Porzingis with Middleton. Hardaway Jr. with Porter. What is that? Porter Jr.? It could be Otto Porter Jr. or Michael Porter Jr. I don't think Otto Porter Jr. played for the Mavericks. No. I mean, but he did play on the, that Warrior team that just won the title. But Harrison Barnes doesn't make a lot of sense. He, but Harrison Barnes played on that 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 Mavericks team. No, it's got to be. Let's go. Uh... Shagun is a rocket. Yeah, so let's just move the rockets here. Maxi Kleber goes there. Oh, it could be Kevin Porter Jr. It, it, it could be. It could be Kevin Porter Jr. Bogey was it? Was that Bogey? Is that Andrew Bogey? Yeah, it's got to be. So he was. Yeah. Okay. That, that, so that's that. Plus, plus he played for the Bucks. Uh, Irving goes here. So Irving Brown, Harris. So that's what the Knicks and the Knicks the Nets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's right there. And this is probably uh, let's move this Bledsoe. So Bledsoe goes here. He goes there. Yeah. And then. All right, and then, then we have to do the the one up and down. Up and down. Yeah, up and down. So there's like uh, four, there's there's five. We only have ten swaps left. Well, this one was pretty quick. So, uh, uh, I got I got to do my laundry too. No, 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 we're we're not done with this game. Like we have to. No, no, one... no. I I hear your dryer in the back. Oh. I'm like, I got, I got to no, do my. I, I had to originally close the door because I, I the, the the noise is a little bit annoying. But uh, and then I my cat was like trying to get in there. I was like, what? Why do you want to go what in are there? You doing? She, yeah, and so I, I opened the door up, and she just she never went. She didn't go in there. All right. Anyways, auto port. All right. So what's your all right, so? Wesley be- Matthews played for the Mavericks too, didn't he? Yeah, but who else? I mean, but he didn't really play during any of these this era for any of these other players. I'm 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 not. No, he didn't. He he didn't play for the DeAndre, No, he did, but uh, DeAndre Jordan did. Where is DeAndre? There's no Jordans on here. DeAndre Jordan. Oh, right, oh right? DeAndre Jordan. Okay, so so who's this? Gordon, no. Dennis Smith Jr. There you go. 
There we go. Man, I want, yeah. Spend some time playing playing that game, man. It's fun. You'll have a good time. Uh, but yeah, this has been our episode of the crossover. We're gonna be talking. We talked about during today's episode. We talked about the Kyrie Irving trade request. We also talked about the All Star reserves. Uh, so continue checking out that content. Uh, I've been David Helping right there. It's been TJ Hopkins. And if you're looking forward to our next couple episodes, uh, next week we're gonna be getting into Super Bowl coverage. Uh, we're gonna do a full Super Bowl show on Monday or Tuesday, uh, depending on how the schedule comes out. Uh, we're going to do another, some more season previews. We're going to talk about Tom Brady's retirement uh, there on Monday or Tuesday as well. So keep an eye for that content. And Wednesday is our big trade deadline preview show on the crossover. Uh, you don't want to miss that content. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe. If you do happen to miss us live, we are also shared on the multiple streaming platforms where you can watch us all on there. And shout out to the people in Belgium who watch us on that platform. We appreciate it there. Uh, but, yeah, I'm David Huffman right there. It's Mr. TJ Hopkins. And, TJ, what we do here at the Prime, my friend. We bring the heat, and thank God it's coming because yep. it's 44 degrees outside right now, my man. It feels awesome. It feels amazing. It's just it's like short, uh, it's for sure short weather outside. Well, it's 32. <laughs> it's 32 degrees here, and I just want to say, right? No, like you're no you you were in the you were just in the same deep freeze. Yeah, I was right. Yeah. So that deep freeze is on its way to New York, and Christian. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Brace yourself, my friend. <laughs> but afterwards, you get to put your shorts on. So <laughs> I'll see you. I'll see you later, man. Have a good weekend.